Welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Blythe. And I'm Spencer. And the force is unbalanced. I'm outnumbered <laughs> um, by Finally. ladies. Yep. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Blythe. Glad to have you here. Yes, thanks for coming on with us. Thank you so much. Glad to be back. I'm glad to finally be here without that other guy. He's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Well, think of how we feel. We have to do it, deal with him every time. I know. I, d- I just don't know how you do it. I've done it for the last 31 years. And um, let me tell you, it's not easy. We love you, Michael. We're just kidding. Yeah. Well, um, we're just we're really glad to get to have you two on the show. Bly, thanks for, for jumping on with us. Um, I think we're going to have a good few episodes here. We've got some fun stuff to discuss. So let's jump into it. Uh, I will say, you know, we always talk, I always say there at the beginning, they're mostly from Reddit. And and that's true, but I don't always find the theories through Reddit. I actually found this theory through a Looper website, but mm-hmm. thankfully they credit the original theory that they source for their articles. So I was able to follow the Looper article to the original Reddit post for this particular theory, which is that the office is hell from oh. user... <laughs> Jesus H. Montgomery. Okay. And, and all right. I, I want I want y'all to keep your minds open on this one. Okay. I think the uh, OP this. name is ironic considering the title of this theory. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know whether to say that as Jesus or Jesus, so chose. Jesus the is safe. Yeah. True. Um, <laughs> all right. So. Uh, OP says, I came up with this a long time ago and wanted to test it out here. Disclaimer, the entire basis for this theory is the fact that I loved, loved, loved The Office until a certain scene about Mm. to be discussed. And then the entire show went into an irreparable nosedive for me. Not everyone feels this way for reasons that I can't get my head around, but it's absolutely how I feel. And I'll just say right there, I mean, I kind of can share with OP... There is a point for me that the office drops off and I'm like, I, I can stop watching here. That's- Agreed. I, I disagree. I actually watched the whole thing and loved it. So from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I mean, there's episodes here and there and it definitely decreased in value for me whenever Steve Carell left. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I still I still found value in it regardless and... I just like to complete things, and so I think it would have really bothered me more had I just not completed the whole thing. So that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I get you. Okay, so uh, OP goes on to say, also didn't finish the last two seasons of the show, though I have tried more than once. So the theory kind of tapers off toward the end, but th- this theory is definitely born out of what I perceive to be poor character writing toward the end, incoherent plot structure, and unengaging comedic setups. A little harsh there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but not so wrong. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Uh, they say, remember the episode where Dwight starts the fire to teach the rest of the office a lesson about fire safety? And then Stanley has a heart attack. And then Dwight cuts the face off a CPR dummy. And somehow, despite starting a fire hours earlier, still isn't fired. 
you want to tear your eyes from your skull. That way you're experiencing a pain you can at least understand. Well, my theory is that Stanley actually died and is now in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley was the person who enjoyed being at the office the least, most often refusing to take part in whatever shenanigans were being cooked up. Hell for him is the office, but worse. <laughs> All those things that are his coworkers are actually demonic stand-ins doing poor imitations of their doppelgangers. Dwight's single-mindedness causing harm to the very place he states multiple times he's sworn to protect. Angela's prudishness spiraling out of control, morphing into some kind of anti-prudery. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a word. That term. <laughs> anti-prudery. I've never uh, heard in which that. She, me neither. I was like, I, I had to... When I was first reading it, I had to say it out loud because I was like, surely, yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like, prudery. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, morphing into some kind of anti-prudery in which she apparently cheats on multiple fiancés. Jim and Pam's dedication to each other becoming a self-destructive Ouroboros. Meanwhile, the chief of this small hell keeps rotating as greater and scarier demons higher up in the infernal hierarchy try to maintain the illusion that is quickly spiraling out of control. An addendum to this is that, from a storytelling point of view, Creed stays the most loyal to his earliest conceptions. <laughs> <laughs> he never rises above the role of bit character and remains throughout the entirety a bizarre anti-person. <laughs> I don't have any anti -person. proof. person <laughs> <laughs> That is the definition of Creed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I don't have any proof off the top of my head, but maybe Creed is a demon that followed him from the mortal world into hell. Maybe Creed was on a scouting mission looking for a soul to steal, and Stanley's was that soul. Oh, my <laughs> word. And that is the theory. Because, you know, we've, we've done this before of a theory of why it changes, uh, mm -hmm. why things change in the office so drastically before it was like a theory about carbon monoxide or no it wasn't it was mm. carbon monoxide and then they mm. thought maybe it was asbestos but we i think Blythe, you were even on those episodes that episode right that sound yes i believe so mm -hmm. yeah so we've we've discussed that before well this is an alternative theory as to what's happening here and it's that we're like progressing through hell the rings of hell or whatever <laughs> You know, it's funny. Um, I just saw a meme today or the other day. I don't remember which which day, but it was a day, and mm -hmm. um, it was it pointed out which I had already made this observation, but it really brought it home about how drastic of a change that Ryan goes through, like for mm -hmm. the first several seasons until he leaves to go to work uh, for Dunder Mifflin Corporate. He's like the only normal person in the office. Yeah. And then mm. very drastically becomes just whatever the plot needs him to be. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's very over-the-top outlandish, like, how did this even happen? And I know, like, you can make the argument of, oh, well, he just kind of, you know, after he had his destruction, self-destruction, he just kind of gave up. Oh, and, his Coke addiction, addiction yeah, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, he just kind of gave up and just went with whatever. But I don't know. It's just, that's a perfect example of what this theory is trying to suggest. And the other theory that we covered too, of like, 
these things that happen plot wise are very drastic, big drastic changes from what we mm. initially grew to love that the show set up to begin with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you first started reading the theory, I was kind of, I don't know, I don't want to give away my final thoughts yet, but I didn't really like it at first because I'm sitting here thinking, well, that's kind of the whole point of the show is that it's just a parody of how there are probably real offices that are very similar to this where there are just ridiculous people who get away with the most insane things because that's how messed up real life is sometimes. But I think what saved the theory a little bit for me was the fact that it wasn't just, because at first I thought they were going to say it's just hell in general for everyone. But the fact that they specifically chose Stanley. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It saves it a little yeah. bit for me because yes. Okay. If it was for everyone, that would not make sense because too many people find mm -hmm. happiness and love or whatever it may be. But Stanley just absolutely hates everyone and everything <laughs> about this job and and the people he's around and he does not care one bit if anyone else is happy and so i could see this being possible because they're choosing to focus on him what do you guys think um i mean i think it's a great it's a he's a brilliant character to um craft the theory around especially because of how much he hates being there you know, um, mm -hmm. I, if if you're going to choose this as the the point in which narratively we transition into hell, then you also have to work that in with the timeline of the show. And mm -hmm. this is I just looked it up. This is in season five, episode fourteen, uh, is when when the fire starts, and then it's a two parter, fourteen and fifteen. Right. So this was. It, it's funny listening to the Office Ladies podcast. They've talked about this was an episode that aired like right before the Super Bowl or something like that, and so mm -hmm. they had to make it something that could hook people because they still were wanting to raise those viewership numbers. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. this is the episode called Stress Relief. Mm -hmm. Basically, you have to now take everything that comes after that and say, "Well, it's hell," or. Mm -hmm disregard some of the more bizarre shenanigans that happened before this and say it's not hell so mm -hmm. that's kind of like I, I i do like the way they constructed it around stanley and his heart attack but it definitely creates some hard lines of uh before and after and you're gonna have to mess around with those and and justifying or justifying or combating you know tearing this theory down Mm -hmm. I will say the the one thing where I also thought, okay, maybe I've caught this person, maybe I have evidence to to show that this can't be possible, is I immediately thought of Pretzel Day. Stanley mm -hmm. loves Pretzel Day, right? And I so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, when did these happen? Like, in what order did these two episodes happen? And well, Pretzel Day was season three. Yep. And mm -hmm. I totally thought these were much closer together. I thought this episode was way earlier in the show as well. Um, not season, season five. I thought it was in an earlier season. So I, 
they got me. Like, I can't. <laughs> I was like, man, if Pretzel Day happened after, then this definitely can't be his hell. <laughs> because mm-hmm. he loves it too much. So the fact that it happened before, I don't know. That kind of that kind of stumped me there. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. And, and people kind of tried to bring that up, I think, in the comments section. Um, one of the highlighted comments from Pip the Pirate says, the last time I checked, hell doesn't reward people with free meatballs. Dwight doesn't get... Dwight doesn't get fired because Michael Scott protects him due to loyalty and head office doesn't care because Dwight makes a lot of sales. Um, OP responds and said, well, keep checking. I know hell is constantly reevaluating their meatball policy. I assume assume it's the same hotline I used to call back in my Wall Street days. Um, And sure, Michael protects Dwight, but the real person he... He doesn't get fired is because Stanley isn't, or the real reason he doesn't get fired is because Stanley is in hell and reality has stopped making sense. <laughs> like, that's what they I keep mean, saying man. over and over again in their comments is just like, yeah, it makes sense because they're in hell. That's what makes it make sense. Like, <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like there are many other reasons why reality may not make sense. Um, and not all of them. Most of them don't involve hell. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would say a vast yeah. majority of them. Yeah, <laughs> I think they took I it just, a little I... to the extreme mm. using that. I mean, maybe it would make more sense if they said after his heart attack he was just in a coma in the hospital and dreaming mm-hmm. all of this. Um, yeah, yeah. I might believe that a little more. I'm just. Mm. I'm, I was. I was laughing. A minute ago, because I'm reading some of the synopses, I forgot that this is the same episode where they're watching the illegally downloaded movie with Jack Black and yes, Cloris Leachman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, so uncomfortable. Uh, that was um, really good. Oh man. Yeah, no, no. There, it's a really good point though, because you know the the fire was one thing, um, mm-hmm. but then to have the I, I didn't realize I'd forgotten that the, that the CPR dummy was the exact same episode. So that's mm-hmm. quite a bit up of buildup against Dwight. And um, I don't know. I've seen people in my days not do things that ridiculous, but I've seen people that should have been fired for things and didn't. We've seen politicians mm-hmm. and famous people that should have been removed or blacklisted for reasons and they weren't so you know people can get away with stuff and there's not always a reasonable explanation why it just happens yeah well that's what a lot of the writers on this show even talk about is that they're using some real world situations here uh things that they've actually witnessed or a family Mm -hmm. member has relayed to them after witnessing working in an office of you won't believe what she did and Mm -hmm. They took those and made them stories mm-hmm. on the office. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, could you imagine watching this show and seeing one of those th- things and like, or hearing somebody talk about, did you see last night's episode of The Office? Uh, they did blah, 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 blah. And then realizing, oh my God, I've done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be such a Yikes. horrifying moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's, yeah, I mean. Yep. People like to try to find someone on shows that they watch to try to identify with. And a lot of people pretend, oh, yeah, I'm the Jim or I'm definitely the Pam. But I, I don't pretend. I'm more, most closely aligned with Michael 
<laughs> Love I was it. probably more of an Oscar personally. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I think that it sounds like we've had a pretty good discussion about this. We've gone off topic just a little bit, which is just right for our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on that note, why don't we take a quick break? And then when we come back, we can rate this theory. Uh, we're back from our break and we're ready to rate this theory about what's actually going on in these later seasons of The Office. So, uh, Michael, would you mind reminding us of our rating scale? Yeah, you got it. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Thanks so much, Michael. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. (laughs) All right, hit it. All right, I think this is preposterous. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, As much as I commiserate... Or, you know, I, I feel OP here and, and f- needing and the need to find a reason for the dramatic turn <laughs> in writing quality um, that happens in the later at later seasons of the show. Um, this is not it. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm more prone to believe that they the characters are suffering from some kind of poison or gaseous leak like we discussed previously. Then mm. this is hell. Although I will give him props, give give OP props. I love that it was crafted around Stanley and Stanley's death, mm-hmm. and um, it's a great logical place to kind of like spin off from. And but because some of the weird writing started before this and continued after, um, I just I can't I can't give any validity to this that it this is actually what is going on that this is hell so uh it's gonna be a preposterous for me i guess i'll go next um i'm giving it unlikely i can't say that i'm dumber for this and i'm not gonna say it's just stupid because i actually really like the creativity that we went with here um i i can't give it a plausible uh, just because there are some things that are not so hellish that happen in laser, later seasons, but it's still like not always my favorite <laughs> um, on the show. Uh, but I can't explain that by, away by saying that it's hell. But I mean, I do think it's so creative that they took it this way of making all of his coworkers are now their demonic doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh. even Phyllis and yeah. Meredith and Kevin are <laughs> supposedly at this point in life is just to torture him now. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I, yeah, uh, for all of those reasons, I give this an unlikely. I would like to mm-hmm. add a little bit more. Just one thing I forgot to mention in my theory, uh, and then maybe and then in your rating, thought, yeah, in my in my rating was that if this is from Stanley's perspective, 
because Stanley's the one who died. There's so much of the show that doesn't involve Stanley. And so mm-hmm. why are we seeing so many different storylines and points of view um, if this is Stanley's hell and uh, not anybody else's? So that was also going to be mm-hmm. part of my theory or my rating that I forgot to say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, back to you, Blythe. Okay, so I was teetering between preposterous and unlikely. And I thought I knew what I was going to say. And then you both presented very <laughs> detailed arguments. <laughs> um, and I actually have to settle on preposterous, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Laura, you, I, you had me on unlikely with what you were saying. But then that last comment you just brought, Spencer, I think brought me back over to the dark side of preposterous. Um, I think that, yes, if this is based around Stanley, which I do love that they chose to base it around him for this particular theory, I would like to see more of him in the show. Um, Another thing that I was just thinking about, too, is I feel like before he had his heart attack, if they're saying he died after that, um, just being at his job every day was basically already hell for him anyway. <laughs> so I don't feel like there was... Except for Pretzel I feel Day. Like, exactly. That's the only redeeming um, factor in this whole job for him is Pretzel Day. Um, but I feel like there's not enough of a difference for Stanley alone um, to say that this is any worse and that it's actual hell now for him. Um, Mm. Because I feel like it already was because he hated his job and the people there (laughs) for the most part. So um, I think I'm going to have to settle on preposterous on that. Mm -hmm. Although you had a really good argument, Laura. I I was right there. And then that last comment just drew me right back. Also, Mm -hmm. the fact that so they say that they didn't finish the last two seasons, which would be important to know that the show in general ends is a happy has a happy ending yes and Mm -hmm. as far as i know i don't know about anybody else but as far as i know hell doesn't have happy endings well i mean okay but (laughs) let's go with what's the happy ending is it that angela and dwight got married is that a happy ending that could be hell to some people (laughs) the the uniting of those two people Okay. Doesn't Stanley all, retire all... at the end? It's been a while since I watched the whole thing through. I feel like but I'm the last sure he retires episode, at the end. Yeah, wasn't there a bit of a little bit of a time jump or something at the end? And mm-hmm. both Stanley and Phyllis don't work there anymore. Yeah, because this is I'm like almost positive at the wedding is when they reunite together and like yes. Oh, I haven't seen you. Yeah, yes, I and I feel like. I feel like retirement is probably like when he retired, that was probably the best day of his life other than pretzel day, um, which I, I honestly think that will probably be the same for me when I can finally retire from <laughs> having to work every single day of my life. Um, but Ooh. yeah, I think that that's a good argument for not this, not being his hell is that he retires at the end of it. So he's happy. Ooh. So I'm going to rewrite it. So it's not hell, it's purgatory and mm. he is using this part of purgatory to make amends for the things he's done. And so he uh, eventually does Not a good idea since he had an affair. During Ooh. this time or before this time? 
That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Oh, I, if he if he makes sure. up for doing bad, he then moves on and gets out of purgatory. Anyway, okay. that's uh something someone else can write. But <laughs> I still like my theory that if they're gonna go this way and focus it on him, then he's just in a coma and he's just mm -hmm. yeah. okay, imagining a all sugar the coma. crazy antics he, in the office. Yeah, they're yes. <laughs> okay. Um well uh we've talked about theories, we've given them ratings, and we've come to one of my favorite parts of the show, not the end, um, but the time that I share some fascinating movie knowledge that I've come across throughout the week since our last recording session. Um, I save these because they're such gems that enlighten us all. And I want to this. I, I like this one because we we actually just recently referred to this in uh, our episode last week with the two chunks and a hunk guys. Um, we talked about. Ben Stiller and some of mm -hmm. his movies and maybe possibly working in Zoolander to connecting between mm -hmm. dodgeball and heavyweights. Um, but this doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just talking about that movie. <laughs> um, but user Sir Squid on Reddit pointed out, this is fascinating, that in Zoolander, Derek expertly froze his expression as he posed. But critics recognized in his face that it could have been Stiller. Oh, my word. That's genius. <laughs> it could have been Stiller. Oh. Because um, I'm watching a little GIF of it right now, and it's, it's still moving. That's it, true. It could have definitely been more Stiller. Oh, mm. anyway. Been more Stiller. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful grammar there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's genius. Great job. Mm-hmm. Now I feel dumber, but uh, <laughs> thanks so much for that little nugget, Spencer. I and on that note, this has been Fan Theory Queries. I'm Laura. I'm Blythe. And I'm Spencer. In our next episode, we are joining together two subjects from previous theories that we have covered, Harry Potter and Mary Poppins. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that theory and other fascinating fan theories.